You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. We're broadcasting from Holy Cross Parish in the heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. So grateful today to glorify the Lord with our lives and continue to celebrate the majesty of our Roman Catholic faith and the the glory of the Church throughout the world. Of course, I'm talking about Roman Catholic faith today because I have a guest from the city of Rome, uh, the place of our Holy See, where our Holy Father, Pope Francis, uh, continues to lead and and live in the Church. But of course, uh, really recognizing just how the Lord is continuing to support and just transform the world through the gifts of sanctifying grace. And so this morning, uh, my guest on location is Mr. Christopher Wells. Uh, Christopher is a reporter for Vatican News Agency. He's originally from the Aberdeen, South Dakota area. And Chris is a returning guest here to Real Presence Live. He's in town visiting family. And Chris, we're grateful that you're joining us this morning to talk about how we can continue to uh, discern how the media, how uh, you know, working in communications, and particularly church in the news, and how we can understand things. So, Chris, thanks for being with us this morning again on Real Presence Live. Thank you, Father. It's great to be here. It's always good to be back home in South Dakota. And I know your work with the uh, Vatican News Agency, it takes you around the world. Uh, uh, tell our listeners again what your work entails and the work you do for the Vatican News Agency. Okay, so I work for Vatican News at uh, Vatican in Rome. My office is down the road about six blocks from St. Peter's Basilica. If you've ever been to Rome, you leave St. Peter's Basilica, you walk down to the end of the road, there's a great big castle fortress at the end of the road, and just before you get there, uh, you're at my office. And what we do each day is, my office is the Vatican News English section. We prepare a 15-minute radio broadcast every day that highlights the news, especially news of the Pope, news of the Vatican and the Church around the world, and then a little bit of uh, church, uh, world news for our listeners who may not have uh, other sources of the news. And when we prepare our news broadcast, we will... On a normal day like this, which is Wednesday, for instance, I might write up a short story about what the Pope has said at the general audience in the morning, and I'll prepare a two-minute broadcast piece for that, for the news in the afternoon, and then we'll write up the story so we can post it on our website at vaticannews.va. So that's my main job, also some mornings, uh, for instance, using the general audience as an example. Uh, I might do the commentary for the general audience, which means that I'll be down in a booth with a headset like this, and I will kind of guide people through what's happening at the general audience, read an English translation of what the Holy Father is saying, and give a little bit of context for the general audience or a mass or liturgy or papal visit to somewhere else in the world. Well, it's just a tremendous grace to be able to share our faith uh, with the Church Universal, and of course the work you do, um, you know, just for our listeners recognizing, here we have Real Presence Catholic Radio, and we have a plethora of uh, communication modes that are available to us here in the continental United States, but there are listeners to Vatican 
news agency and the Vatican Radio all around the world that live in remote regions, whether they be uh, in parts of the world that are in the tropics or maybe uh, areas of Africa or, or South America, where these radio messages really connect them to the church universal. And so um, it's really a tremendous grace. Uh, you know, how did this work begin for you? And what are some of the challenges of being a reporter for Vatican News? I'll tell you, uh, my job started, I went to Rome 14 years ago now as a student at the Angelicum, which is one of the papal universities in the city. And I studied theology. I'm still studying theology, as many of us still do and continue our education throughout our lives. And after I'd been there for uh, about seven years, it got to be the point where I was continuing studying, but I also needed to find work in order to stay in Italy and continue my education. And I was very fortunate. One of my friends worked for Vatican Radio, and when they had an opening for an English language speaker, they asked me to apply for the job. Uh, I'm a native English speaker, so that was a big bonus. Also, because of my work uh, in theology, that gives me some context that I can add and help people understand the faith, I hope. Mm. And they, they interviewed me for the job, and I've been there ever since. What a grace. And, and of course, uh, in your own uh, life of, of seeking that relationship with the Lord, seeking faith, seeking understanding in your own uh, study of, of sacred theology, uh, putting that at the service of the church, and also um, particularly in the English-speaking world and the work you do of bringing the Vatican news. You know, today, Chris, obviously, the I've spoken with you in the last year. Of course, we've had this, uh, the whole worldwide pandemic. There's been uh, quite a few different uh, modes of information, but we also live in a time where there is conflicting information, uh, and this is a hot subject, and I, th I really value your insight working so close to the office of the Holy See in helping our listeners understand um, you know, how news from the Vatican, where it emerges from, and how to really understand and discern that. And of course, all our real Catholic radio uh, Real Presence Radio, you can listen throughout the day, whether it's one of our call-in programs called to Communion, uh, EWTN Live, uh, Catholic Answers Live, all great apostolates um, that share, promote, teach, and defend the faith. Uh, many times we have callers on Catholic Radio, they hear something in the news, and they are hot and bothered by it. They want to know, is that really going to happen? Can the Pope do this? Or, or I heard this, or... There's some conspiracy. I watched a YouTube video, perhaps, and it made me really think about uh, what's going on in the Vatican. Uh, of course, that's nothing new in the history of communications, whether it would be print, radio, film. Uh, there have always been misinformation about the church and the news. Chris, what are some of the challenges for a reporter at the Vatican in disseminating and sharing that information in the world today? Well, speaking just for my job... With the Vatican, we have a, a unique role in Catholic media in that our primary duty and our primary job is to say what is happening, what the Pope has done, for instance, or what other people in the Church have done, other bishops, councils, uh, laymen and women who are working in the Church, what they're doing and what they're, what they're actually saying. So that's the biggest part of my job. 
And what we'll do every day, the Pope is speaking to different groups of people. He's giving homilies at Mass. He's writing encyclicals or letters. So our first job at the Vatican is to give people what is the Pope actually saying. Mm. And we provide, uh, I think, an important service in that respect. Now, with radio or a short internet piece, we're going to give a summary of what the Holy Father has said. But we're also going to be trying to give links to the full text of his speeches, of his letters. We're going to try to give people kind of the official what has happened and what the Pope has said. Just the facts. Just the facts. And uh, that's, a, that's an important job for us because you do have a lot of voices giving some interpretation, giving some deeper context. We can do a little of that. Mm-hmm. But we want to give just the facts so people can take that and interpret it and apply it to their own lives. You know, what a Pope says for the universal church might have specific application in aberdeen south dakota Mm -hmm. it might have a different application in rome it might have a different application in new zealand and you're going to have different people who are going to be talking about that but we're going to give just the facts and we're going to be the uh, base source for that information that's a great reminder for our listeners that uh, the office of the holy see the holy father speaks uh, for the church universal, and so sometimes we could interpret things just according to our own circumstances and not recognize that there are other ecclesial or church realities that are also receiving that message, and they, he may be responding or giving direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seems like quite a challenge uh, for every preacher as a priest of God and someone who prepares a, Sunday, a homily every day, uh, but not to mention on Sundays to an assembly of people from uh, varied backgrounds or mm. states of life uh, at times that can seem uh, daunting. I can't imagine the Holy Father's responsibility to do that for the whole church universal. And so uh, to speak broadly, but also specifically uh, lead and direct and to guide souls to that relationship with God. You know, uh, as you know, what are some of the uh, blessings that you received in doing this work, Chris? Because you have to have been there to get the information first. So, I mean, that's one of the first blessings is you get to hear about it first. That's absolutely one of the blessings is we usually get at least a few hours heads up of something that's happening. So we have a little time to digest it uh, before we present it to the world. One of the great blessings for me is just living in Rome, but also having the chance to at least meet or shake hands with the Holy Father. I've shaken hands with uh, Pope Francis a couple of times. In fact, he came to our office just a couple of weeks ago and was able to shake his hand and get his blessing. Before that, I was able to meet a couple of times with uh, Pope Benedict as well. Hmm. And that's not usually, you don't get to sit down and have a chat like we're having now with the Pope usually. Yeah, sure. But you get to say hello, you get to thank him for his work, you get him to ask him to pray for you and for your loved ones, and to get the Pope's blessing to kiss his ring. That's a tremendous, tremendous blessing. What a grace that uh, that is. And of course, to know that the Holy Father is appreciative and honors you and the work that you do. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Mr. Christopher Wells from Vatican Radio. Uh, God bless you, and stay with us right here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love. And it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we, we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and we're broadcasting for the Real Presence Radio Listening Network, calling today from Holy Cross Parish, and are just grateful to see what the Lord is doing. Of course, you can always visit our website, realpresenceradio.com. You can also download the Real Presence Radio listening app in the summer, wherever you may be, so long as you have a wireless signal, you can listen to all the Real Presence Radio programming. You can catch past episodes. Perhaps you had to go to an appointment or you missed half of an interview and you want to get the whole thing. You can always retrieve those archived episodes of Real Presence Live and any other Catholic radio program, whether it's Catholic Answers or you heard a great uh, defense of the faith from Tim Staples last night on Catholic uh, Answers Live, and you say, oh, I gotta, I want to play that for my coworker who is always asking me that question, you can get that from realpresenceradio.com, and you can get the listening app, and you can share the faith. Share the faith, put it on your social media page, or, or send it as a direct message, or uh, maybe there's something you want to share with your pastor. You can say, Father, I listened to this on Real Catholic Radio, and it was amazing. Uh, and from time to time, people say, Father, I heard you. I heard you on the radio, or I heard a great something uh, on Catholic Radio. And that's what our, our station and our apostolate here is all about, about sharing the gospel and becoming excited about the teachings of the church. 
My guest this morning is Mr. Christopher Wells uh, from Vatican News Agency and one of those uh, reporters for Vatican Radio, works closely with the Holy Father um, and has had a great grace just a few weeks ago to shake the hand of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, as well uh, as years earlier with our Holy Father, Pope Benedict XVI. Uh, Chris has been working in Vatican Radio for a number of years, and so we're so grateful for you in studio this morning, Chris. This time is really unprecedented. The different ways that we can get communication uh, now through mobile devices. Several years ago, I was in West Africa, Chris, and it was uh, amazing to me to see how many of uh, the African people in a remote area, I was in a rural part of West Africa, but cell phones were ubiquitous. They were everywhere. And so technology and communication has really just grown leaps and bounds. Of course, with cellular technology, there's no need for wires. Everything is wireless. So the transmission of information is huge in our world today. But that also uh, provides a certain responsibility for us Catholics. And so you at Vatican News um, lead and, and guide and, and, in a sense, to guard the church from misinformation. How can our listeners understand how the secular news um, whether it be newspaper, uh, television, film, how do they? Uh, how can we respond to what the secular media at times reports on the Vatican, which may or may not be true? What's your experience working really at the forefront of Catholic news worldwide? Well, I'll tell you, the the first thing I'd say is we need to talk about. It any information that you receive about the Church or the Vatican, whether it's secular, whether it's Catholic sources. And the first thing that we need to do, I think, this is a refrain you're going to hear over and over again on Real Presence and other Catholic uh, stations, is first of all, pray. Mm. Pray for discernment. Pray for our Holy Father, for our bishops and priests, for one another as the Catholic faithful. That's going to be the, the beginning of any sort of discernment about what we hear uh, about the church. When we get reports from the church in the secular media, in the Catholic press as well, it's important to distinguish between what's really happening, actual facts, what the Pope really says, and people's interpretations of it. Mm. And we've got some great commentators, we've got uh, some great uh, priests and lay, lay people in media in communications who are trying to convey that information. But the first step is look and see what has actually happened. Mm. You know, today we have a very good example. The Holy Father left the hospital this morning. Thank God. We've been praying for him all week and 10 days now uh, that he's been recovering from surgery. And, you know, that's a fact. The Pope has, has left the hospital. Mm. Now, especially in Italy, as soon as Pope gets sick, you're going to have all sorts of speculation. The Pope is about to resign. The Pope is on death's door. The Pope is in perfect health. All of this. You've got to step back and be very, very discerning. Wait for actual news. And a lot of what I see in people becoming very anxious and very upset a lot of times that's because people are saying, well, this might happen, hmm. or this is what we think the Pope is going to do, or what we think he's going to say. So I'd say the first thing there is, you know, step back and take a look at what the Pope has actually done and what he's actually said. Hmm. And then when you do start hearing speculation, even when you hear people interpreting what the Pope has said, which is, you know, different from what 
his actual words are. Mm. Then you have to be very careful and very discerning. You've got to find people that you know are going to be faithful Catholics, that you know are committed to the church, and you know, listen to them, take that in, but also with discernment, because people are going to bring their own perspectives, they're going to bring their own experiences, and a lot of what might be said is very, very good, mm. but some of it maybe you know maybe they have a different perspective and you need to go to uh, a second source on that so prayer discernment the other thing i'd say is humility is very very important what i've learned in the vatican as i said we get a heads up usually a few hours ahead of breaking news sure uh, we get some interpretation, some background that we can use to help people understand what the Pope is saying or what the Pope is doing. But I've learned everything about the Church, about the Pope, about the bishops, about the faith. There's a lot of depth, a lot of complexity. Mm. And seeing things from an Italian point of view or seeing things from an American point of view or seeing things from an African point of view or an Australian point of view... All of those are going to give you different perspectives, and most of them are not the whole story. Mm -hmm. And so having the humility, what I've had to learn, being an American, having gone to Italy, is uh, I don't see the same uh, the things the same way as my colleagues. Mm -hmm. And so I have a tremendous amount to learn, and I have to step back a lot of times and rethink my own opinions. Mm and rethink my own perspective and my interpretation of what's happening. And I think that's tremendously important. I tell that to my Italian colleagues, too. They'll hear news from America, and they'll say, what's going on with the church in the United States? Mm -hmm. you know, what are the U.S. bishops doing over there? And I said, well, you've got to understand where the American bishops are coming from. And they've got pastoral challenges. They're working very hard to respond to these pastoral challenges. And, you know, that's, that shapes the way that, that they live out their ministry. Sure. And vice versa with, with something that's happening in the Vatican. And I'll come back here and people will ask me, oh, what's going on in the Vatican? You know, I, I, I've heard this story from ABC or EWTN or whoever. And I said, well, you've got to understand the, the church in Italy is something very different from the church in the United States. Mm -hmm. And being able to step back and prayerfully discern and sometimes just let things go and say, okay, well, this is a piece of information that's happening. Let's wait and see how this is going to turn out. And in the meantime, I'm going to be, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to read. I'm going to stick close to the faith myself. I'm going to talk to good faithful Catholics, my pastor, you know, my friends, and that's going to give me some perspective and hopefully some peace and some discernment to understand what's really happening, what's really being said. That's great. Uh, very sound advice um, from someone uh, brought coming from Vatican a Agency. But, you know, the other thing about that, Chris, is you are here from our own area, from the Real Presence Radio listening area. So you understand it as an American, as someone who's from the upper Midwest. Uh, but at the same time, as a member of this universal church that has 1.2 billion members throughout the world, uh, spans every continent throughout the globe, and then how the, the church continues to respond to that. One thing I, I've shared with people before, Chris, is that secular media 
also exist to sell advertising. And even if it's someone, today we have content creators on YouTube that have their own channels, and it is very profitable. It isn't speculative. It is very profitable, and some people have built their identity, identity or their brand off of uh, being a firebrand about church and the news, and they can earn real money. It can quantify itself into, and that may not May, that may be driving their own discernment or their decision-making in how they can titillate or in really capture people's attention which with information that may or may not be true. And so we're grateful for the work that you do in Vatican News and in Vatican Radio, just giving us the facts and helping us draw through context and circumstances our own understanding as best we can, prayerfully led by the Lord, but not to get caught up and swept up in the milieu of uh, so many things that can not only be unhealthy for our own spiritual life, but can harm our relationship with the Lord. You know, Chris, any final thoughts or reflections for our listeners on how they can, you know, listen to news from the Vatican and any other words of encouragement? I'll, I'll take up what you just said. It's not simply a monetary profit. A lot of people are getting uh, clicks and getting attention. So, yes, definitely step back from any time you see a, a headline that is provoking a huge emotional reaction. Just step back from that a little bit. Read into the story and read to the very end of it. <laughs> um, but as far as words of encouragement, there's a lot going on in the church. Uh, it's very exciting. It's very challenging sometimes. It might cause some anxiety. But the Lord is doing very good work here in the church. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of blessings in the church today. Thank you, Chris. Stay tuned with us on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. God bless you, and thanks for listening. <laughs> 